See this episode's show notes for our unique promo code to get up to two months of free podcasting service with Libsyn when you sign up for a new account. Get your show on Apple and Spotify. Get helpful stats and all the support you need to sound your very best. Hi, I'm Erica Schultz, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 317, and you are with one of your high priests, Ray. G'day. Uh, I'm here to do a solo episode, uh, something a little bit different. Um, We've been blessed with a lot of new material, which has been great, a lot of moonshines, but it's time to now go back and look at the phase of the moon and it is a first quarter moon so if you look up in the night sky you'll see it's just kind of starting to round out and for first quarter moons uh, we do a conscious relic Uh, and conscious relics are basically for those that don't know uh, anything to do with moon night uh, that's i guess relicy or merch related so we'll be looking at the Disney Plus Marvel Legends figure, uh, the Moon Knight figure from the TV show. So can't wait to get into it. You know, haven't done one of these since I believe it was episode 182 when uh, when friend of the show and host Noel Tate from Trapped in the World, he and I uh, reviewed the Walmart Moon Knight figure. So yeah, it's been a long time between drinks, uh, but before any of that, of course, a, a big thank you to all our Patronis, uh, and in particular, our top tier Patronis, uh, Drew Toomes, Daniel Doing, Frank the Think Tank, and Odin Odin Sword, of course. Uh, and rounding out our sponsors, CLZ Comics and Dreamland Comics from Schoenberg, Illinois. So, Loonies, uh, what we're going to do uh, for this, and I might as well set the scene straight away, uh, since, you know, reviewing these action figures kind of leans towards visuals i am recording a video as well and what i might do is release the video um for for those that want to have a look um i'll add a a link in the show notes uh, so you can you can look at the the unpacking of this i haven't opened my uh, my moon Knights figure since i got it um and we'll go through what we what we've done in in the past with uh with action figures so uh based the reviewing method i'll go through like the packaging um the sculpting the paint the articulation uh, accessories the outfit uh, the fun factor and the value anything to look out for uh, and I'll, i'll round it off with an overall score as well uh so yeah this should be fun Um, I always like unpacking stuff, Uh, but yeah, now you have a video um, to hopefully kind of aid you. Um, Go, go watch it. Go listen to to this thing and then go watch it (laughs) or something. I don't know. If you're watching the video now, hello, welcome. Uh, So uh, let's get into it. Um, As I mentioned, it's a Hasbro Marvel Legends Disney Plus Moon Knight figure. Here it is. Uh, It's 
pretty cool. Um, for those that do have it, you probably are well aware of it uh, based off the TV show. Uh, pre-orders for this were available back in April uh, April 12th, 2022, last year. Uh, as far as I know, you could still order it on Amazon. Uh, it was still plentiful by November last year. Uh, I don't know the situation now. You might be able to find it. Uh, or it may be one of those ones that is starting to become a bit rarer to find, but um, hopefully not. Hopefully, if you haven't got one, uh, you can go pick it up. Uh, let me read. I'll read the, um, I guess, the blurb at the back. Uh, it says, Clad in the ceremonial armour of Conchu's chosen warriors throughout the century, Mark Spector is Moon Knight, sworn to obey Conchu and deliver his vengeance accordingly. So, yeah, a, a nice little blurb there. And as mentioned, this is heavily based, or this is based on the Disney+. Plus. Uh, you can see as well, I might start with the packaging. Uh, you can see it's got the um, it's got the Disney Plus uh, sign there, and it's got the Moon Knight logo, uh, as well as your your standard Moon Knight um, name at the bottom. Uh, and yeah, it looks pretty handy. Uh, the side art for the uh, the packaging is pretty is pretty neat. I actually like it. I mean, let's face it, there's a lot more I guess articulation and texture in this Moon Knight costume based off, I guess they, they really had to build it in real life. So um, kudos, you know, I'll get to the detailing, but they do add a lot of detailing in here. Uh, so yeah, the, the cover art, the promo art on either side of the packaging just shows Moon Knight again, very kind of, kind of mummy-like there. Uh, and the back is quite nice as well. Uh, we've seen it, I think in the concept art, it was just like Moon Knight jumping. Um, I've got a... Um, bit of a reflection there but you can kind of see it uh yeah jumping um and beautiful art as well i wonder i wish i knew who the artist was that provided the artwork to this packaging uh before i forget i'll mention as well that this is part of a, a wave uh the infinity ultron wave so the builder figure uh for those that don't know their action figures uh, marvel legends what you do is your kind of persuaded to collect all uh, seven figures. Uh, so we have the Moon Knight figure, this one. Uh, there's a Mr. Knight figure, which I'll uh, probably review at a later episode. Uh, then you have Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, Kate Bishop, uh, Marvel's Hawkeye, and Sharon Carter. So there's a picture of all of them. You can see there. And what it does, as you can see there on its left, you get a little piece of everything. Um, having said that, this, this uh, incidentally, yeah, this figure itself is part of the wave, but it actually doesn't have a BAF figure, a, a builder figure accessory. Uh, it's the only one out of the seven. So as you can see, all the others are numbered, one to six, but Moon Knight hasn't got any. Uh, and each of those figures have a, a, a component of the Infinity Ultron. And if you buy all of these figures, you can create you get, you get a, a an eighth figure, an Ultron figure. Um, these figures, the ones selected in this wave, I think are pretty good, actually. Um, you know, sometimes they bundle the characters, like really disparate characters that you, you know, you might 
want to get one or two of the figures, but there are like three or four that you just have no interest in. And, you know, it, it's strategy. They kind of do that. So you're kind of, you feel compelled to buy them if you want to get the the builder figure. But these these ones, you know, I dare say are all pretty cool. And, and um, like, I would consider getting the She-Hulk one, the Kate Bishop, Hawkeye one, uh, Sharon Carter, Miss Marvel. I mean, Sharon Carter maybe less so because she's like a less lesser character, but um, no, they're they're pretty decent. So uh, bear that in mind if you if you got this and you want to get the Infinity Ultron figure, um, you'll have to get those other six figures as well. So packaging, um, what else is there to say apart from just the top as well? You got your typical the top of the box. You got the typical Moon Knight um, crescent, almost like a symbol. Um, which is quite consistent with the other Moon Knight figures, I dare say. And, uh, yeah, and just your display at the front there with Mooney on there and his accessories. Uh, so, might as well open this. I haven't opened this yet. I just kind of cut the, the tape before press record. So, that's all. Oh, this is the first time I've kind of opened this. Uh, let's take this out. Uh, the box as well, just got the a very faint moon at the back. Again, I think very consistent with the other uh, Moon Knight Legends figures. Okay, so um, let's take this bastard out. <laughs> uh, similar kind of packaging to the other Moon Knight uh, Legends figure. you got the cape kind of, you have to kind of slide the cape through this slit at the back in order to get him out now what i like to do is just to punch out the mind the noise punch out the the limbs first so they're kind of out apologies for the noise i'm gonna get mooney oh there we go his head wasn't on properly that helps one moment it just fell to the floor there so that's okay that's good actually that is very good so what I do, what I'm going to do is I'm going to add this back on. Uh, the cape is oh, it's lovely. I must say, sculpting. The cape has a different. It's got the same folds uh, as the Moon Knight Legends. When I say same, I mean the same kind of effect. It is different, actually. Uh, it's actually swaying more towards one one side, whereas the Moon Knight, um, the the Declan Shalvey armor, I think the um, the billowing cape was more kind of uniform across. So that's an interesting difference over there. And what I'm going to do is, as I said, the head was not connected properly. That's fine. They're all meant to detach. Um, you've got a little, you've got a little nub at the back of the cape. You put that through and you put the cape over the neck and then you can kind of lock the cape in with the nub. Let me see if I can, yeah, push it, which is actually, it's good. It's actually quite a firm, a firm fit. So it kind of keeps it quite steady. And then the head should lock everything into place. Let me just snap that in. I think that snapped in. No, the head is actually, I've noticed, unless I haven't snapped it in properly, the head is a bit loose. But anyway, we'll get to that. Okay, that's actually, it's okay. Good. All right, so we have the we have the figure here, Moon Knight. Um, 
sculpting wise, I must say that I am very, very impressed uh, with this. I mean, this was even before taking it out of the package, you can kind of see the level of detailing, um, detailing here. So again, it, it's um, leaning very much into the the actual costume used for the TV show. So what I do like to see is that nothing really. I mean, I'm talking about a, a an action figure that you know is not a hundred dollars, or you, you know, it's it's kind of your I don't know, mid to maybe high price range for your action figures um but considering that price range it's got a ton of detail here so immediately i can see on the um, the hood and the cowl you actually have a, a moon at the top there which um uh which is in the tv show as well it's it's it is kind of faded which thankfully is because you don't want moons everywhere you know what i mean uh but there's some nice kind of folds and lining on the hood as well um so if you can see that there i've got to somehow maybe improve the way i do these action figure reviews uh, i know Streamyard can add a second camera so maybe i can somehow add a second camera and kind of zoom in for you but anyway you'll have to make do with with what i've got at the moment apologies uh, also as well, look, the main part of the costume and the main point of difference from uh, this Moon Knight as opposed to the comic book Moon Knight is that he's very bandaged. Like we know this is how he kind of transforms. It's a, it's kind of like an instantaneous, you know, wrapping um, to become the Fist of Khonshu. So uh, again, if you look at the, I'm just kind of worried about the head now, but actually the head's okay. I was just a bit worried that the head was loose, but um the face as well can be very um again very poor um camera cameras but uh it's got it's got bandage around the um around the mouth and nose and the eyes are looking pretty sinister as well very nice look actually uh added to that we have the the body armor which is very different uh so we've got we know he's got like a, a an unlimited supply of crescent blades that he can take out of his chest. Um, there you go. And you can see the bandages as well and the articulation that runs throughout his chest, his body, his torso, uh, his arms as well. Uh, so full on bandaged. And I like the, um, you get the point of difference with the, I guess the, uh, the forearms uh, where you get a bit more of a crisscross effect. Again, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm just working off my memory here. I don't know if that is very prominent in the, in the costume that you see in the TV show, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it's good. It makes a point of difference rather than just bandages everywhere. Uh, again, uh, similar, uh, consistent with the TV show. You've got the, the belt and he's got the, I don't know what you call it, the floppy thing in front of the crotch, um, that thing. A very, very cool front and back as well. You don't really see it too much at the back, but it's there too. Um, so yeah there you go uh and more i mean i guess i can't say look it's done absolutely well but i totally respect the acknowledgement for it and and these are because apparently the costume had a whole heap of like hier hier hieroglyphics uh, on them 
uh, that you could just like read like that said really appropriate stuff um, but was too too small to catch with the human eye when obviously watching the show uh, over here as well um, we've got uh, we've got some hieroglyphs down his leg so um, pretty cool uh, a, a little bit more obvious in the figure than in the show but I appreciate that they added that in um, having said that the more I I'm aware of it, the more it kind of sticks out. Um, but, you know, it's still good. Maybe, anyway, one of the things I'm going to say, what, what is it, um, things to watch out for, maybe they can do something different. If they had lightened that up a bit more, uh, you know, perhaps that would work better. Maybe if that was in a, a, a white, like ink, um, I don't know. But anyway, just a small quibble. Uh, uh, the hands are all bandaged. They look pretty good as well. Uh, and the legs are uh, pretty standard, um, but they've got their look. They've got their moons everywhere. Like he's got moons near his elbow. He's got moons the side of his knee. <laughs> I mean, everywhere you can put a, a moon, uh, it's there. Uh, yeah, the feet look pretty cool as well. Uh, again, the bandage look um, and more boot boot like, which is great. Um, getting away from the Crocs of the <laughs> the other costume. So, yeah, so that's, um, I guess that's for sculpting. Paint-wise, uh, look, similar to other Moon Knights, there isn't that much by way of colour. I do appreciate, um, and, you know, this was a point of contention for, uh, you know, some, some Moon Knight fans who watched the show saying that his costume wasn't wide enough. Um, this is certainly working off a gray um but you know a uniform kind of gray all around kind of like a like a worn and weathered kind of white um it's definitely not white uh, it's more in the gray area but you know having said that since there's a lack of color anywhere else um you basically got deeper grays uh, over here um and a darker gray what i do like is they've actually painted the the inside of the the hood um so a darker gray to actually give you that um that really kind of uh, hooded like shaded look like we know moon knight in the comics um can sometimes be portrayed as having the the, the totally the, the face in shade and it's just the white eyes you see um but this tv show version uh, obviously accentuates the the bandaged face but um, by having that dark gray there uh, it just adds a, a little bit more depth to it as well um I'm about to, I'm also going to say I'm very impressed with, they've colored the eyes as well. The eyes is a silver, which is a nice detail. You won't pick it up on this, um, on this video, but trust me, uh, there, there is like silver painting on the eyes. So again, I appreciate that detail, very small to actually do. Uh, and we all know in, from the TV show that the eyes are kind of glowing. So I like that feature. Um, I almost thought there's a hint of blue in there to kind of give it that kind of lighting glowing effect so i'm really impressed with um with that uh, the painting the detail of the painting as well uh having said that going back to the hieroglyphs uh they look pretty much like printed on um so i'm actually hesitant to to like rub that oh and i've got to mention as well just back to the sculpting what i did really appreciate so around the um the the belt and as i said that that floppy fabric in the front and back of Moon Knight's crotch, 
it's actually, and again, I, I don't think you can pick it up here, but I'm trying to, I'll try to show it to you. It's actually frayed at the edges, um, which gives it kind of a tattered look. And that's really, really fine uh, detailing now, articulation. And again, that wraps around, it looks like, you know, that cloth, which wraps around his waist and down the front and back is laid. And you can see some tatters along some layers down the back. Um, and certainly, yeah, down the back of, if I just pull up his rear, <laughs> the rear, you can see there, uh, he's got some frays and there's like two layers of, of fabric um, in this plastic mold, which looks really good. Um, so yeah, no, very, very impressive. Um, back to the painting. Um, so the, the main point of articulation or painting highlighting is obviously the gold as well. And everyone knows, well, from reading the Jed McKay run, Hunter's Moon, how well the black, white and the gold um, comes in. Um, it, I dare say as well, um, during the TV show, it, it didn't really stand out too much for me, I guess because it wasn't that bright kind of gold. But it's nice to to see here, we've got some articulation. Uh, again, as I mentioned, through the moons, the moons are painted gold, um, the, the crescent blade in the chest and the belt area. Um, but more notably, he's got like around his arms, there's like an armband of gold and around his wrists. Uh, but also, if you look at the bandaging on his chest plate, there's gold underneath that. So to um, to kind of allude to that chest plate is is like gold armor, but it's just wrapped in bandages, um, which is is quite cool. I'm also noticing here, actually, on the in the chest area where the you know infinite crescent blades are. Um, and again, you can't, there's no way you can pick it up on this, uh, but there's some hieroglyphs there as well, which again is quite minute. So well done for adding that in. Um, yeah, really good, really good. Uh, so yeah, the paint's looking pretty good. I'm happy with the paint uh, articulation. Okay, so if we go through all the the motions, let's see what happens here. Hopefully I don't break anything <laughs> because I... I wouldn't want to do that on my figure. Um, start with the the neck. Um, as yeah, so as I mentioned, yeah, it's a bit. I don't know if it's just this one, but it is a little bit like it comes off easily the head. So I'm going to try and push that in. It it comes off quite easily. I don't know if that's with anyone else, but you got the neck. You can look up. You can look down definitely. I mean, as long as their head doesn't turns quite well. As long as their head doesn't fall off, but I guess you know you're not you're not jumping around and shaking it, right? I mean, most people probably display it. Um, the heads heads okay. The only thing, yeah, the, the neck is it's good mobility with the neck, but as I said, it's prone to prone to come off. It's so easy. Like the other the other moon um, the other Marvel figures, you really have to click them in. This one uh, is. And I'm pretty sure that's a click, but it's a, quite a soft click. Um, so yeah, the head, just watch out for that. Uh, ball jointed shoulders. Uh, let's see. So, yep, yeah, with a bit of with a bit of persuasion, ball pointed. You can lift the arms up that way, down as well, um, and you can obviously roll them back and forth. 
uh, up and down, you know, front and back. Uh, so, yep, so ball, ball jointed, that's pretty cool. That's quite nice. Nothing worse than having, like, loose loose joints. Uh, so I'm glad that there's a bit of uh, resistance here. Uh, biceps. Um, oh, yeah, the, the biceps, um, you can actually twist. You can twist the biceps this way. That way, so, yep, so that's working there, all fine. Um, elbow double jointed. Oh God, I'm not. I'm not going to try to do it the other way. <laughs> uh, so just the, the the normal way that anyone bends their elbow. I'm um, going to do that. Uh, hang on, and no, I want, I'm not going to try it because I don't want to break it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so the, the biceps are moving. You've got your your elbows happening. The wrists as well, of course. You've got the detachable hands, so the wrists are quite um, detachable. The wrist hinge. I think that um, what is that? I think you twist it. Then a hinge. I think you maybe you can move a little bit, as you can see. You can move the wrist up, like and down, like that. Uh, similar with that as well. So it goes up and down, left and right. Does the whole thing. Uh, torso is pretty cool. I like it because it's actually hidden behind the um, the chest armor. So the torso can move quite well and it actually hides um compared to some other figures where you you get you get like the line across i mean i'm just thinking off the top of my head namor the submariner he's he's hardly wearing anything so you, you see the line across his body this one's concealed within the costume and it makes sense that it moves that way um so yeah fantastic fantastic use of that uh waist uh okay the waist is going to be let's see does that work um the torso oh the torso goes down and up where's the waist well i mean if the waist is i mean that's kind of the similar movement isn't it i mean the waist you generally you can twist the the um the legs around um i think the torso does the same i mean the same with any other Marvel Legends, the torso can go up and down as well. So he can, like, thrust out his, his uh, chest as well. Oh, his head's fallen off again. Uh, as well as, you know, bend, bend forward. Uh, the hips. I'm not sure what the hips are. <laughs> uh, that, uh, maybe, maybe it's that. Maybe it's the leg movement. Because I've also got thigh. Um, and the thighs can, I mean, I guess that's the, the pelvis. You know, obviously... You can spread the legs if you want to get Mooney into that loving position. Uh, and the thigh, similar with other Marvel Legends, I hardly use it. It's where they you can twist the leg. like there's that. You can actually see the articulation um, just across, and you can just twist it. Uh, why you'd have Moon Knight, I don't know, they're like that, walking like a penguin, I don't know. But uh, you can twist those those thighs if you want. Uh, knees double jointed. They're looking pretty good, actually. Well, that's yeah, something a bit strange, I guess. That's just part of the design. When he does bend his knee, the the kneecap really does go or go down. Um, so you've got over here, you've got his. Oh God, where where is the camera? Come on, <laughs> you've got the kneecap there. You can see the knee, and then if you were to bend it. You know, you expose almost 
like the knees down there and you expose the um the joint from the action figure um but you know that's a small thing uh, and then ankles of course yeah you can you can roll the ankles they're quite um they're good and they're they've got quite a bit of resistance as well i think i've got um Unfortunately, I've got an Iron Fist figure as well, and his ankles are really loose, which is a bit annoying when you kind of want him to stay standing up, um, standing up straight. Uh, there you go. That's that's it for articulation. I think I think that's pretty good. Like I said, the main thing. Oh, I don't want to harp on too much about it, but um, oh look, and the cape. Let me just put the cape back in the hole. Uh, the the main thing would be about the head coming off that I just watch out for. Um, yep. So there you go. Stick that in there. It looks pretty good. As you can see, the cape, as I mentioned, it's definitely designed to just like go to one side. It's um, it's got that billowing effect, whereas the other one is more uniform uh, in the Declan Shelby um, version, which was re-released, I think, as well, um, because obviously wanting to cash in on the um, on the TV show and uh, the exposure of Moon Knight. Now getting to accessories. Um, oh, God, we never got it. Oh, here we go. So straight off the bat, I mean, accessories, you get two, you get two large crescent blades. I'm not too sure. Actually, you can, you can connect them together on either side. I think cause you can, I can see that there's a, there's like a, what do you call it? A male and female kind of connector at the back. So I think you meant to put them back to back and then you've got a, a nice double-sided blade for Moon Knight to hold. And it comes with uh, swappable uh, hands. This one, just like in the, the shape of a fist, if you want to pose him to punch people, which, you know, you probably want him to do. Uh, with accessories, I was a little bit disappointed, I must say, I was hoping for similar to the um, Ant-Man and the Wasp and Marvel Legends. I was hoping to get like a head of Oscar Isaac where you can, because we see him in the TV show many times where he's in costume, but he's taken the mask off or the mask comes off. So I would have loved to have gotten a, like a, another accessory for an alternate head. Um, the other Marvel Legends figure of Moon Knight had a staff, um, since he didn't really have that in the TV show, I'm not too fussed about it. I'm happy with the crescent, the crescent blade, uh, and it makes sense that he doesn't have the crescent darts because uh, he didn't have that in the the TV show as well. Um, yeah, it was mainly the head. I was a bit, um, yeah, I was a bit disappointed in that. That may have shaved a, a little bit of the marking, my overall marking for it uh the other criteria is like outfit i think i've described that anyway um holistically the outfit is very accurate to the tv show so i'm um very pleased with that and i'm very pleased that it's very different from the other uh the, the more comic version of of moon knight i mean that's what you kind of want anyway you, you don't want anything i mean so so far the Marvel Legends figures of Moon Knight have been like the Dex Declan Shelby inspired armor. Uh, you had the all white costume from the Walmart exclusive, and you've got this one, which is very accurate to the TV show. So, you know, I'm pretty happy as a as a Moon Knight fan and a figure collector because they're all very different. 
Um, and that's what I kind of want. I want to have, you know, I want to be able to showcase the different versions of Moon Knight. Um, so yeah, very happy with the, with the outfit. And as I mentioned, the, the detail detailing kind of, it says it itself. Um, fun factor. <laughs> yeah, it is. A, it is fun. Um, it's great. I haven't, you know, this is the first time I've opened it, so I haven't played around with the accessories. Um, yeah, he is pretty cool. I, to be honest, I, I don't really, um, I don't really collect the, the, the TV versions of the Marvel Legends figures. Uh, I do have the Ant-Man one, but that was out of, how shall I say, like necessity, because I couldn't, uh, I missed out on the um, original Ant-Man. Um, so I typically get the comic book versions. Uh, but having said that, you know, I was always going to get the Moon Knight version um, of the, the figures. Um, you know, even if I didn't like the show, I, I ended up liking the show. Um, but even if I wasn't a fan of the show, I still would have picked it up as well because, uh, as I said, a big point of difference. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's fun to have this version here, um, to know that Oscar Isaac's got... It's got like a prototype version as well. Uh, and very happy that this came alongside uh, a Mr. Knight version. So I'll, I'll love to get into that um, as well in another episode. I mean, um, this episode won't be as long probably as others because it's just myself um, and really wanted to focus on just the one um, figure to, to give it its, um, you know, to give it its due. Uh, so value as well. Uh, I pre-ordered this back when it was available to pre-order. Um, what is it? Is it twenty bucks or something? I think it's twenty-five bucks American. Um, over here, it's a bit more. I think so. That's about forty bucks Australian. They are starting to become more expensive. Uh, I would say value. Um, it, it kind of depends. Uh, if you are like a collector. Um, and like to, you know, just collect it and not necessarily even take it out of the box. If, if you just want to collect it to, to, to know that you have it as part of your collection, um, I think it's worthwhile. I mean, you know, if you're that sort of collector as well, you'd be spending, um, uh, you, you know, 40 bucks on, on an epic, epic collection, you'd be spending 100 bucks on an Omni. So uh, this is not, you know, not too different, uh, especially if you do like your figures. Um, I understand if you're more of a comic book reader, um, you haven't got much use for a figure, of course, it's not going to be much value as well. Uh, and lastly, I guess, value wise, talking about if we're you know, this is marketed also for kids. Um, it's a little bit, I think it's a little bit expensive for a kid's toy. Um, I've seen many toys, you know, when I go shopping for, for Finn, um, you can get a lot of, lot of cheaper, like Marvel toys, which have the same effect. You know, Finn, Finn loves playing with, um, I've got like a, a cheaper version of the Hulk and um, Spider-Man um, and who else do I have? Um, Captain America had as well. Uh, you know, they're fine, you know, and, and you probably spend about half as much. Um, I guess coming from someone who's got like a four and a half year old, I don't know that I would be spending like 25 American or 40 bucks Australian for a toy that, you know, they play with for like five minutes and then they chuck in, in the pile of their other toys. Um, so yeah, I think definitely worth for a, a collector. Um, but if you're looking to, to buy a toy, you know, for your kid, um, this is probably, 
you know, unless of course you can splash out the dough, <laughs> why not? But I think it's probably a bit too much um, for them. And I think it's really worth, I mean, what does it say? It says, it says here four plus, um, which I think is way too, too young um, for a kid. I think, I think they probably start really appreciating it, you know, I don't know, around six or seven, you know, so give it a few more years. Um, but like I said, if you're an adult collector um, and you love it, then this is, I think, highly, highly worth it. I will say as well that um, just finally I've noticed the texture of the cape. There's actually an added texture to it. it is, you can actually see fabric, like the fabric texture uh, to it, which is a point of difference from the, the Declan Shalvey one. Uh, so really good. It actually makes it, or at least attempts to look like it is like cloth, like a like a rough, you know, bandagey cloth. Um, so yeah, so very very cool. Again, I don't think you'll be able to pick this up on the camera. I'm gonna have to zoom it in. Um, yeah, really, uh, really in in focus or something. I you can actually yeah. Oh, I don't know if you can see. I might. Oh, it's really hard. Where where is the the lighting here? There, you can probably see that edge there. Maybe. Uh, get in there no yeah trust me they're like little little minuscule microscopic kind of lines and cross hatchings there to make it look like a th um a cloth so very cool indeed uh things to watch out for like i said the only thing i i really came up with was um yeah was the head uh i know um i think in the previous uh marvel legends figure from moon knight uh, they, there were problems, I think with the, you have to be careful with the wrists, like you don't, maybe they're prone to, to snapping. The men are pop out, but you know, the, the ball at the end, um, uh, I think could pose problems. Uh, no, that wasn't it. What it was before was the belt, uh, in the Declan Shelby armor, uh, was the, the glue was prone to come off, which was a bit disappointing. I don't think you'll get any problems with like glue or anything here. Um, the... The plastic is quite malleable. Um, there's no, I mean, the, the the waist belt is very firmly set, so I don't think you'll get any problems with that. There are no loose little bits here. Um, the only thing I can think of is like his his finger. I mean, but that's with many figures, you get you know the finger, which um, you know you could potentially twist twist off, but that's pretty hard. Uh, there's no little spikes or things coming off his costume that that could potentially be a problem. So. No, I think overall it, it is definitely um, a very handsome figure, I must say. Uh, and if I'm to use the Konishu rating system, I'm going to give this um, pretty much a, a big, beautiful yellow man and a half. Eight and a half, I think, out of ten. I really, I think this is one of the stronger figures I've ever seen by way of articulation. Um, it's it's a a lot more robust than than some of the other ones. Uh, I actually like the fact that it's not completely white. And as much as I love the Moon Knight in the white, um, if you obviously don't, it depends on how much you take care of it. If you don't, I mean, I know the, the Moon Knight cape that I've got in the Declan Shalvey um, figure, it, it's, it picks up some you know, some dirt and stains and stuff, which of course you can clean, but I'm a lazy sod. Um, but whereas this is a bit darker, so uh, it's less prone to show stains straight away. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's very robust. The only thing to watch out for is the head. Maybe it's just this this figure. 
I'd be interested to know if anyone else has their figure as well, how easy it is to pop their head off. Um, but like I said, unless you're, you know, unless you're playing with it and, you know, fooling around, then you can easily pull off the head. But if you're displaying it, it's, it's, it stays there. Look, you know, it, it's still there. You can turn the head. It, it, nothing, it's not too bad. But just compared to the other ones, like I've got the multiple man Marvel Legends and his head's really hard to pry off, you, you know, so you get two extremes. Um, this one, it's not too loose, but all I'm saying is that it's looser than the ones I've come across before. Um, so yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, recommend it. And, um, I'll be keen to know what you guys think as well. I did post something up on Facebook and Instagram. I'm just going to have a little quick check. I don't know if anyone's done anything. If no one has, that's fine. It was all pretty late, um, late to actually, um, send it. So it was on the Facebook page. Um, so yeah, look, I'm just having a quick look. I'm not expecting anything because, you know, this is a, a niche kind of hobby, I guess, amongst comic book readers. They don't necessarily like them. I mean, readers probably just enjoy them for what they are. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I would love to hear if anyone does have it. I know, um, uh, Orion, I know that you've got, got one. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the, on the, the head and uh, any shortcomings you might, um, you might have with it. But, um, yeah, a solid eight and a half for me, for sure. Right. Well, then, loonies, I think that will pretty much wrap it for this, uh, for this episode. Um, next phase, I can't believe it as well. I, it, it's that quick. <laughs> and I know this episode came a bit later than over a week. So um, apologies for that. Just uh, a little busy. But next week... Episode 318, it's another moonshine, uh, which is great. I'm not complaining. It, it, it's new material. Um, we will look at Jed McKay's issue um, issue 20. So, uh, oh my God, we're up to issue 20 already. So I cannot wait for that. Uh, I'll, no doubt we'll be joined again by Rebecca um, and maybe another loony. I don't know if anyone's keen to jump in. We will be live streaming, of course. So um, get you can drop your comments as we as we speak as well. There's not a problem too. Um, yeah, uh, as as mentioned, uh, a huge thank you to all our patronies. Um, I'll shove that up there now. Executive producers, our co-producers as well, um, and and all our loonies, uh, patronies in general. Um, so a big thanks to the likes of Odin, Drew, Daniel, Frank, Derek, Justin, Wayne, Josh, Anthony, Russell, Mario, Matthew, Jonathan, and Dan. Thank you so much for all your support. Um, really do appreciate it as well. And you, you too can become a Patreon member on patreon.com slash ITK Moon Knight. Um, incidentally as well, while I still remember, um, go check out our T Public site. The link is in the show notes. Um, everything on the site is 35% off, so you can get yourself um, some cheap ITK merch. Um, you can get uh, mugs or whatever. Um, also, for a limited time as well, I've got up there um, the logo design for the other podcast that I do. To know her is to fear her, the Spider Woman podcast. A shout out to the likes of Saren, uh, Jess, and um, your big fans there, Rustin and, and Carlos. Uh, but also as well, if you like uh, Howard the Duck, um, go check out. There are some funky designs there by Noel, Noel Tate. Um, all of that is 35% off. So do yourself a favor. Get some really cool 
um, bargain shirts or hoodies or notebooks, you know, or pins or badges. Um, uh, also as well, incidentally, I'm still working on those Patreon gifts as well. I have not forgotten. I will let you know through Patreon um, Patronis um, when I'm about to send them off, but I'm just getting that all together. A big thanks is also to our, our sponsors, uh, CLZ Comics, and our top-tier Patronis again. Uh, Frank, the Think Tank, uh, you can catch his um, podcast, I Want to Fight It, with his nephew, Pablo Candy Bar. Uh, the last episode I did was a Minotaur. That was pretty cool. Uh, go check it out. It's a lot of fun. They fight beasts. Uh, there's also Fright, uh, sorry, Fringe Night by Daniel Doing an original indie comic based on Erie, Pennsylvania's very own mysterious superhero. Uh, Daniel's gearing up for issue seven. That's going great guns, and you can support him at patreon.com slash fringenight27. Uh, Drew Toombs has been busy working away, the, the musical um, dude and awesome, awesome fella that he is. Um, Drew Toombs is his is, um, is moniker. Go check out his music on soundcloud.com slash tombs with a z or his soundscapes and that's on lurk music with a ck dot bandcamp.com uh, as well odin odin sword i think a bit quiet on the um on the podcast front but you can check out drinking the drinking marvel podcast that odin does with his brother heaps of fun go check it out and a huge thanks to odin for all his support too uh dreamland comics use the code moon and get 20 percent off their online store I'm not sure how that's going really that's sh- that store i might have to touch base and see what's happening uh let us know anyone who's bought from there is it still alive is it still still functioning i hope so <laughs> anyway uh also as well we are part of the collective go check out some awesome podcasts i have to give a shout out to capes and lunatics uh fantastic funny people they are um go check it out tv podcast industries they're doing the last of us um reviews with that TV show, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, and I'm going to shout out, of course, Happiness in Darkness, a superhero movie podcast. If you like the sound of DJ Nick, then please consider becoming a Patruni because I may have a bonus episode with uh, said Nick in it uh, coming up. Uh, also, where you can find us, uh, the best place to find us on email, feedback at itkmoonlight.com. We've got the website, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube as well, um, updated our website address. So it's youtube.com slash at ITK Moon Knight. So very easy to remember. Go um, go check out the videos there. And as mentioned, I'll have a link in the show notes uh, with a, a link to the video version of this podcast. Um, so yeah, yeah, hopefully, hopefully you can enjoy both versions. Um, or, you know, just happy with either or, you know, I'm not too picky. That's me. Uh, anyway, Looney listeners, that will cover this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and as always, may country watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. 
The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners. Hi, this is Phil, and I'm here to make sure you know all about the Capes and Lunatics Patreon. Don't miss out on all new episodes of Wade's World, Boob Windows and Long Boxes, our hard R movie reviews, and so much more, all completely uncensored. Access starts for as little as $1 a month, full videos when you pledge $3 a month. Check us out at the link in all of our show notes, or just go straight to patreon.com slash capesandlunatics. Hope to see you there.